Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara, where we share our knowledge as we chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 59, Pagan Origins of Valentine's Day. Yay, guys! Because it is almost Valentine's Day when you're listening to this. Now, we have um, quite a few episodes this season that we're going to talk about the pagan origins of different holidays. So there are definitely going to be ones on um, Christmas and Halloween because we did talk about uh, Yule and Samhain having like a lot of the same traditions, but there are a lot of traditions that are associated with Halloween that come from pagan origins that we didn't talk about because they're not Sabbath related. related. Um, like trick or treating has pagan origins, but it has nothing to do with Samhain. So we didn't talk about it. So we are going to have pagan origins for a lot of uh, more Major holidays. common holidays and Valentine's day happens to be the first one up, but, Uh, We have one again next week, too. So just in time for whenever the holidays are, we will have these for you. Um, So why are the pagan origins of holidays important? Why do they matter? And what do they have to do with witchcraft? (laughs) Uh, You might be asking yourself. So first of all, we just think pagan origins of holidays are interesting. Yes. Because a lot of, yeah, it's, it's fascinating stuff. A lot of people think that most of these holidays were just invented by greeting card companies um which you know is is true that the mass marketing has led to commercialization yeah of of many holidays (laughs) yeah of um greeting cards and flowers and candies and and things like that uh of all these companies trying to sell their stuff so that is part of it but these holidays didn't just appear out of nowhere there isn't just one person who said okay we are going to have valentine's day and we are going to send chocolates and cards and flowers and that is it that's not everyone's gonna buy things (laughs) yeah that's not how it came about they do have um very interesting pagan origins so as witches we find pagan origins of anything really interesting um because if you were raised in a traditional abrahamic faith you may not know any of this information so it might be you know brand brand new information uh because you know christians especially gloss over these things because they are the holidays that they tried to get rid of or change or stole <laughs> yeah or stole or change change into you know what they celebrate today uh so we find that these origins very interesting yeah and we it's also important in witchcraft just to understand sort of where witches came from where pagans came from why they were persecuted because that's a big part of huge thing witchcraft and remembering when you are practicing is witches who came before you who died for this it's, yes the witches it's important, that came before us yeah it's important to understand your pagan backgrounds and your witchcraft backgrounds to just know where everything sort of came from and how it all ties together and because of these pagan backgrounds these holidays have their own energy so mm-hmm. we talked about you know the seasonal changes and times of the year and the moon changes and how that affects energies and these holidays have their own energies too so even if you don't like celebrating valentine's day you you know hate the holiday because you don't have a romantic love in your life uh, maybe you want to do some spell work that is completely related to the pagan version of this holiday which is similar to, you know 
some something yeah. to do with romantic love, but of mm-hmm. course, all these pagan holidays have sacrifices, so it's a little different. We are, not <laughs> encouraging, we are not encouraging you to sacrifice anything. We just want you to be aware. Um, so it is just all around very interesting, but can also influence your spell work at this time because it yes. has its own energies. And we talked about um, how the new year's being celebrated on January 1st isn't the traditional witch's new year, but it still has a lot of energy because all of the people all over the world are putting their intentions and energies out into the universe on that particular day. And it makes it a very strong day. And the same can be said for Valentine's day, a lot of energy um, surrounding that day. So important for history and important for witchcraft, lots of reasons. So that, that is why we kind of wanted to go over those with you um, this year, at least like the main holidays that we talk about. Um, Cause you know, we mentioned uh, in the, in bulk episode, just under, we want beginner witches to understand why they're doing the things they're doing or where certain things are coming from. So we're all about educating. Yes. So this so is also we're... about education and foundations, guys. <laughs> so now we're like five minutes into this episode already. Let's get into <laughs> the actual origins of Valentine's Day. Um, and the first, you know, widely believed origin of Valentine's Day comes from the celebration called Lupercalia. Lupercalia comes from ancient Roman times where it was celebrated on February 15th. And although it was about fertility, it was very different from how we celebrate Valentine's day today. So different guys. So the, the word Lupercalia comes from the Latin word for wolf. Uh, so this festival honored the, which I know because it took seven years of Latin. <laughs> Awful mistake. <laughs> no, it really wasn't, but uh, the this festival honored the two founders of Rome, who are Romulus and Remus. They were saved by a female wolf after being abandoned by their parents. There's like a whole long story that's also very interesting about how their um, uncle was the ruler and he was afraid of them, so he made them cast them out and down a river. It's very similar to the Moses story where the the servant put him in a basket and sent him sent them down the river. That. A lot of Christian ties there. I was going to say, also, if you're really into fantasy writing, these are often cast as the first werewolves. Yes. Um, (laughs) So this, so Lupercalia is uh, this whole celebration of Romulus and Remus and the founding of Rome. So on Lupercalia, there were two groups of priests and one group was descended from the followers of Romulus and the other group were descended from the followers of Remus, um, who were originally at odds, but then settled their differences. I was going to say, they did not like, they did not like each other. <laughs> yeah, they did not like each other. So <laughs> these followers, these priests would meet in a cave on Palatine Hill for feasting and drinking, because of course, all of these holidays involve a feast. All the Sabbaths and all and the alcohol. holidays in between involve feasting and drinking. They all like to eat. <laughs> and then after that, there would be the sacrifices. <laughs> so, <laughs> these Roman men would sacrifice both a goat and a dog. And uh, before you, you know, get all bent out of Don't shape because do I do now. too it was, it's, it was honestly very rare for Romans to sacrifice dogs this really is the only holiday where they would sacrifice a dog um, and then they would mark the blood on their foreheads and then wash it off with goat's milk which was symbolic of representing the end of the feud between Romulus and Remus remember and, how they didn't get along yeah <laughs> bonded over dead goat and dog yeah. um, and obviously we still use these red and white colors in today's celebration the blood and the goat's milk so that's where you get red and white from for Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, after that, 
they would take the hides of the animals and cut them into like these little strips and they would run around Rome naked and whip women with the hides. <laughs> so um, this wasn't like a, a bad or scary whipping. Like it was more like a playful, you know, little, yeah, uh, playful, like little tap. Young women would actually line up for these men to hit them with these animal because- hides because they believed that it would make them more fertile and bring good luck. So yeah, it was so more of like a tag football, like play football where they're, you don't try and tackle people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was more of a playful thing. It was a playful thing. And they also held a matchmaking lottery where men would draw the names of women from a jar and they would be coupled for that day or perhaps longer if the match went well. So it AKA was someone about, got pregnant. Yeah. Someone got pregnant on that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is how this celebration sort of ties in with Valentine's day and this idea of fertility and love. Um, and that's why historians believe that, especially because of the timing of the date of February 15th, that that is the precursor to Valentine's day. So how did we actually get to Valentine's day then from Lupercalia? So starting with the name, uh, emperor Claudius, the second executed two men, both named Valentine on February 14th, sometime in the third century. So, their martyrdom is honored by the Catholic Church, which is where we get the name St. Valentine and St. Valentine's uh-huh. Day. And the reason they're considered martyrs is because the emperor believed that a soldier would do better at his job if he were unmarried and didn't have a family. So he actually outlawed marriage for young men. And that'll teach them. A priest named Valentine decided to go against his wishes and perform these marriages for young lovers in secret. And once he was found out, the emperor executed him beheaded him actually so um that is that is why they are considered martyrs to the catholic church and that's where the name saint valentine came from and it is widely believed although there's no proof um that in the fifth century pope galatius uh combined saint valentine's day with lupercalia to try to put an end to pagan traditions especially the nudity and the drunkenness so we've seen this with lots of other holidays like all yes, of the so traditions many holidays. that are incorporated into Christmas. It was largely the Christians trying to um, put an end to the pagan celebrations or the parts of the pagan celebrations that they didn't like, um, nudity and drunkenness mainly, uh, but also to bring the pagans over to Christianity because it's very hard to give up your beliefs that you've held your whole life and your traditions and things like that. So they do try to bring them over into all of these different holidays to get yep. more attraction and followers. Yep. We talked so, about that with Yule some. Yeah. By the time Lupercalia was combined and deemed by the Pope to be celebrated on this one February 14th day, um, the celebrations were much more tame, but they still celebrated fertility and love, which has continued to modern day. And there's no proof of this Pope Glacius theory, but the timing is highly suspect. So Also, they did it with a lot of other holidays, and there's proof of that. <laughs> yes. So um, it, it is likely that this happened. Um. But it is argued that Valentine's Day was first associated with romantic love through Chaucer's poetry uh, because he was an apprentice to a florist and he was trying to increase market demand for his flowers. So he began writing that flowers on Valentine's Day were the highest symbols of courtly love. So um, everybody started buying flowers to send on this St. Valentine's Day to show their love. Um, and a lot of other writers and poets of the time followed suit. So that is largely where this initial commercialization of Valentine's Day happened was Chaucer. So you can blame him for having to 
fork out a lot of money on Valentine's Day (laughs) to send flowers um, to someone to prove that you love them. That is well. (laughs) That is is where it came from. Blame Chaucer. I was gonna say he had a lot going on. You know, he also was trying to sell his poetry because it was really hard to make a living as a poet. Hence, why he was an apprentice florist. Very true. Uh, So that is widely believed to be the basis of this holiday. A lot of pagan origins, but you can see um, the red and white colors. You can understand where the name Valentine comes from. Uh, This sort of celebration of love and fertility and then turned into a romantic love through, you know, Chaucer's poetry and the flowers and things like that, all leading up to modern day what we consider Valentine's Day. So it's just kind of interesting to trace everything through history like that. Um, but that makes it a particularly energetic time for certain spell workings. Um, and that would obviously be fertility. That's the main basis of the initial Lupercalia celebration, yes. uh, which was feasting and drunkenness before you know, whipping the women for this idea of fertility. Uh, So if you are trying to have a baby, this is an ideal time for fertility related spell work. But, and as we talked about for in bulk, it's a lot of time. It's the blooming of spring. It's the beginning of spring. So this is still kind of within the season. Uh, As we said, lambs can start being born anytime in the first few weeks of February. And this still falls within the first few weeks of February. So get your fertility on, I guess, if you want. (laughs) Exactly. But there are a lot of other um, energies then associated with this day. Passion. So, um, yes, there, you can definitely use a lot of different spell work. Um, it does not have to be romantic love, self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, spells also work at this time. Uh, friendship spells would be great at this time as well, because it's sort of, you know, a, a friendly love. It's still in the same realm. So yeah. uh, a lot of people in 2020 struggled on the friendship front just because they couldn't you know, see people. people and weren't in the office with people. So that definitely um, made things harder. I mean, it made romantic love harder too. Uh, we can't really like it made everything harder online dating and like things, things like that um, made it tough. So, and like meeting new people or anything. So uh, understandably, this would be um, a heightened time to do any of that spell work. If you are looking for a romantic love or friends or um, are feeling down on yourself, this is a great time to just tap into the energies that are out in the universe at this time. Even if you don't have a romantic love and you aren't, you know, spending a hundred dollars on a steak dinner for this, (laughs) this one night. Um, I mean, you can let people know that this was not invented by greeting card companies in America. (laughs) Like everybody likes, likes to say, um, we have have some historical basis here to tap into. Um, but yes, if you are not traditionally celebrating how, you know, Americans celebrate, there are a lot of other ways to incorporate this sort of day into your spell work. And obviously it's perfectly fine to ignore it too. You don't have to celebrate every pagan holiday that we we talk about because that would be every single one <laughs> all year long. I was gonna say you'd be celebrating all year long. <laughs> nothing nothing wrong with that. It'd be a year of feasting and drunkenness, maybe nakedness. Could be a good time. Could be a good year. I, I'm not gonna lie. Any holiday that I can celebrate a uh, sky flat, I'm in. Could it could be a good time. Um, but <laughs> yes if you want to completely ignore this holiday, that's fine too. We just wanted you to be aware of all of these 
pagan origins. <laughs> and like we said, with the new year, just the sheer energy people are putting out, it is a good time for a lot of spells and um, manifesting a lot of different things. So, yeah, so definitely let us know on Instagram if you celebrate Valentine's Day traditionally. Uh, if you instead celebrate Lupercalia, there are some um, pagans who do still celebrate this, especially if they have uh, Italian, strong Italian lineage. Um, they do, you know, celebrate the spirit of, of the founding of Rome and fertility and things like that. Um, or if they have... Don't sacrifice the dog, though. Yeah, That's don't, don't sacrifice a dog. You can definitely use wolf energy. <laughs> imagery and wolf energy but let's not sacrifice any dogs we do not or goats yes, we don't recommend right sacrificing at all yeah and i'm a vegetarian i don't i don't do that whole sacrificing thing. <laughs> so um but let us know if you plan on celebrating if you knew anything about lubricalia celebrations or the history of valentine's day or saint valentine uh let us know on instagram in the comments or if you plan on doing any particular sort of spell work let us know we would love to see what you have planned yes we love knowing how people celebrate any holiday ever and that is all we have for you this week and we will see you next week for a, another pagan origins of the next holiday yeah thanks so much for listening guys bye need even more witchcraft subscribe to our patreon account for tons of exclusive bonus content and order supplies from our Etsy store. Reach out on Instagram at witchwednesdayspodcast or by email to witchwednesdays at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.